wise choice, my friend. Now, saddle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello and welcome aboard on this Monday, June 13th. Whoever you're listening out there, hope you had a great weekend. I'm Jack Benjamin filling in once again for Gus Kattengill. We'll be with you for a jam-packed next three hours. For those of you who don't know me, I'm the radio voice of the Nichols State University Colonels right here on ESPN Radio New Orleans, the flagship home of the Colonel Sports Radio Network. That means the rivalry is in full effect with the man producing and riding shotgun today, Jordan Clearbear, Mr. Hammond America himself, or as he's known around here as the graduate after finishing up at Southeastern last week. And we've got board extraordinaire Buddy Miller doing his thing, working the dials as always. Start of a busy week. We've got a whole lot of buzz in the Big Easy right now, starting with Saints mandatory minicamp, which opens up tomorrow with the first of two days open to fans on Tuesday and Wednesday before Thursday's closed session. Saints fans, we want to hear from you. Are you heading out to minicamp Tuesday, Wednesday, or both days? What or who are you most looking forward to seeing from the start of free agency through the draft? And now OTAs has your opinion on the team's outlook changed. Get involved with the show. Tweet at us at ESPN Radio NOLA. You can tweet at me at Jack Benjamin PXP. And as always, you can call into the show 1-800-998-1003. First chance for all of you to see this team in action firsthand. And you've got storylines galore. We discussed this last week, but... From Jameis Winston's knee and the questions around his recovery and return to the running back spot and Alvin Kamara's legal situation to Michael Thomas and his ankle. We heard last week it's unlikely he'll participate this week in minicamp as he continues to recover after missing all of last season. Plus all the free agency additions, Jarvis Landry, Tyron Matthew, draft picks, Chris Olave, Trevor Penning, Alate Taylor and more. Point is... You got a whole lot of excitement around this team, but there are also plenty of question marks. And we aren't going to get every answer this week. And I think it's crucial to approach minicamp with tempered expectations. I say that with an understanding for what this team is potentially capable of, while acknowledging that this organization is in some transition and things are not going to develop the way we always want them to this offseason. The potential is there. You've got the pieces in place. It's a matter of going through what's going to be a development period for sure. We do have a couple of great guests lined up for today on this action-packed Monday. That includes a guy who's actually right in the midst of Saints off-season workouts. He's fighting hard to make the roster as an undrafted free agent in wide receiver Dejon Dixon. Many of you know the former New Orleans, the uh, New Orleans native and uh, most prolific receiver in the history of Nichols football. He'll join us in just a little bit at 12.15. He's gearing up for mandatory minicamp tomorrow. Should be a blast to chat with him about his time so far with the Saints and what it's been like working with this extremely talented Saints receiving core so far. We'll also hear the latest on the Saints entering mandatory minicamp from Sean Fazan of Fox 8 Sports. He'll join us in the third hour at 2.15, give his insight into what he's seen through three weeks of OTAs and what he's looking for this week. We're also going to dive into the NBA Finals, Game 5 tonight in San Francisco. Warriors evening up the series with the Celtics at two games apiece, thanks to a 43-point masterpiece from Steph Curry on Friday. We've got 
the two network play-by-play voices for the finals coming on. So you're not going to get any better analysis anywhere than right here on the Sports Hangover. Mike Breen, TV voice of the finals, and ABC will join us at 1.30 an hour or two. Mike actually missed the first couple of games of the finals due to COVID protocols. He returned in Boston for Game 3. He's back in the Bay Area getting set for Game 5, as is Mark Kestisher, joins us for a second straight show, radio voice of the finals on ESPN Radio. He'll come on in the 2 o'clock hour. And, of course, the big NBA news here in New Orleans, Zion Williamson commenting Saturday while he's uh, hosting a basketball camp, reiterating his desire to stay with the Pelicans. We're going to dive into that for sure. As Pelicans fans, we want to hear from you. Your thoughts on his comments? Are you giving him the max extension? What thoughts do you have on maybe some stipulations in the contract, etc.? Rafael Esparza, Mr. Vegas, coming on as well at 115. He told you the Warriors four-point underdogs in Game 4 in Boston to run with it. If you listened, you made some cash over the weekend. We'll check Game 5 of the Finals, Stanley Cup Finals. My New York Rangers blowing a 2 nothing lead of the Tampa Bay Lightning, unfortunately. They were closed out in 6. And we'll preview a whole lot more with him. Again, get involved at ESPN Radio NOLA, questions of the day are already posted online. Tweet at me, Jack, Jack Benjamin, PXP, and again, 1-800-998-1003. Well, speaking of Saints' mandatory minicamp this week, I mentioned off the top the importance of managing expectations. That doesn't mean having no belief in things going right for this team or its ability to win games, but it does mean understanding where the Saints are and where they're trying to get to. I say that because for every one of you looking forward to seeing Jameis Winston and Jarvis Landry, Chris Olave, Tyron Matthew on the field on Tuesday, the more noteworthy thing may be getting an up-close look at Dennis Allen in charge. You think about this, which is, we all know it, but it's still crazy. Since 2006, Sean Payton's been the head coach at all but one Saints minicamp. That was in 2012, the year he was suspended. And there's an element of consistency you can take for granted when for 16 years things are done a certain way with a guy who you know can get it done at a high level. It's the same feeling you have with the 15 incredible years Drew Brees gave you at the quarterback position. But Dennis Allen is the right man to be the head coach of this football team. His wealth of knowledge, experience, the respect he's got in the locker room, defensive assistant to Sean Payton for 12 years. And there's uncertainty around him, though, just like there is with Jameis Winston's knee or Michael Thomas's ankle and Alvin Kamara's situation, his last coaching job, we all know this, with the Raiders ended week five of the 2014 season after an 0-4 start following a pair of 4-12 and seasons. But this Saints team isn't the 2014 Raiders. And Dennis Allen at, the, at that time coaching was 40 years old when he took the job in Oakland, first head coaching job at any level, Bill Belichick, Mike Shanahan, Pete Carroll, Just to name a few who did not have outstanding first stints, but have gone on to be exceptional head coaches. And you keep in mind that the Raiders were one of the more dysfunctional and unstable franchises in any sport over the last couple of decades. The 2014 Raiders had a rookie Derek Hart quarterback handing the ball off to 27-year-old Darren McFadden. Talk about a, a blast from the past, thinking back to his college days. Their wide receiver core was Andrew Holmes and James Jones, second-worst offense in the league. And that's all without naming the players who made up the worst defense in the league. The offense, by the way, second-to-worst, so 31 of 32 teams. But the Saints are one of the more stable franchises in the NFL. And again, that's something that you can take for granted as a fan. 
Dennis Allen's got patience and support from the ownership in the front office. You got locker room leadership. Mark Ingram, I think, is a, a huge piece in that regard, coming back to help out. Jarvis Landry can be a, a stabilizing guy as well. And you think about having the stability to quarterback that he didn't have in Oakland when he was a head coach. 36 games coached with the Raiders for Dennis Allen. Seven different quarterbacks. So this is a far different situation. you got all kinds of talent on the offensive side of the ball. A ferocious defense with the ability to carry this team again the way it did for long stretches last year. And again, unlike other coaches who are replacing a Hall of Famer like Sean Payton, Dennis Allen isn't taking over an aging team in decline. You think about, like a Tyron Matthew, for instance, 30 years old, he's one of only three projected starters over 30 years. Ramchek, Thomas, Lattimore, Camara, these guys are in their 20s. They've signed long-term contract extensions. Debo, Werner, Peyton Turner, go down the line at the young talent that this team has. There's so much room for growth. And it's just a matter right now of the development period. The question is, all of it coming together, again, with a guy in his first year at head coach who is undoubtedly a brilliant football mind, but a guy who's ready to mold this team into a contender. So as you roll into minicamp this week, keep in mind tempered expectations. Whatever you want this team to be, you may not see it right away, but no doubt the pieces are in place for this group to come together for the season opener in Atlanta come September. As Brad Pitt says, playing Oakland A's general manager Billy Bean in Moneyball, by the way, my at least one of my all-time favorite movies. It's a process, it's a process, it's a process. Part of that process for the Saints, figuring out a 53-man roster. And as you make those decisions and you go through and figure out the health situations outside of Jameis Winston and Michael Thomas and what's going on with Alvin Kamara, it's about keeping in mind that this is a group coming together that's going to take some time to gel and mesh. But still, just look around when you're at minicamp this week, Tuesday and Wednesday. Think about all the pieces, all the talent, all the potential in place for this team to do some incredible things. And only a matter of time before it happens. Tempered expectations. Key point there. Mention that this is a process for the Saints figuring out a 53-man roster. Joining us next, a guy who's hopeful to earn a spot on that roster at what many say is the deepest position for the Saints at wide receiver. Coming up, former Edna Carr and Nichols standout wide receiver, Dejon Dixon. He's preparing for the start of Saints mandatory minicamp. He's going to join us next chat about what he's gone through so far with OTAs. He'll speak about that incredible wide receiver room they've got of Jarvis Landry and Michael Thomas and Chris Olave and a bunch of other guys returning, what he's seen from Jameis Winston so far, and what the uh, start to his professional career has been like so far. He was hopeful to get drafted, wasn't meant to be, but he's got a chance now to play for his hometown team. Dejon Dixon is coming up next. It's a packed sports hangover. This is hour one of three just underway here on a Monday. Again, Jack Benjamin in for Gus Kattengill here on ESPN Radio New Orleans. Thanks for coming along.
Get Ready Greater New Orleans area. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show, is coming for two big days only this weekend at the Pontchartrain Center on Williams Boulevard. Show hours are Saturday 9 until 5, Sunday 10 till 5. Hundreds of dealer tables available. Full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun, books, camouflage, jewelry and related items. Hunters and collectors, this big show's for you. Buy, sell, trade, or just spend the day browsing. Ladies are especially welcome. Admission is just $10 for adults and $2 for children ages 6 to 11. Sorry, no one under the age of 18 admitted without a parent. Got any guns to sell? Be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show. Thousands of buyers will be there. Instant background checks available for gun purchases. The big one, the great Southern Gun and Knife Show. Show hours 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 till 5 on Sunday. Come to the Pontchartrain Center on Williams Boulevard to exercise your right to keep and bear arms. While you're there, be sure to register for the $50 restaurant gift card. See you there at the big one. Sure as shooting, don't miss it. Spring is finally here. At Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa, we're ready with truckloads of fresh inventory arriving daily, plus fantastic deals like the all-new redesigned 2022 Toyota Tundra or the fuel-efficient class-leading MPG with Camry and Corolla. Greg LeBlanc Toyota is also giving you top dollar for your trade. Go ahead and shop the inventory online now at GregLeBlancToyota.com. These outstanding deals won't last long. Nope. Greg's got the deals. Shop South Hollywood Road. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 three and two stall restroom air conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at bizcom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengell. Jack Benjamin in for Gus Kattengell here on this Monday on the Sports Hangover. Thanks for making us a part of the start of your week. Hope you had a great weekend. We mentioned Saints mandatory minicamp starts this Tuesday. Open to the public Tuesday and Wednesday. So first chance for fans to get out and see your team. And that means for those of you planning to attend... You're going to want to take a look at the next guy we have coming on the show for at least a little bit, considering it's a matter of when, not if. He's going to do something to make you drop your jaw or lose your voice the way I did many times reacting to his spectacular catches on radio, calling his college games at Nichols. On the line with us now, New Orleans native, former Edna Carr and Nichols standout receiver, Dejon Dixon, who signed a contract as an undrafted free agent with the Saints back on May 1st. He's gearing up. For the start of Mandatory Minicamp Tuesday, Dejan, appreciate you taking the time, man. I know it's an extremely hectic schedule for you these days. A huge congrats on signing with the Saints. How are you doing? I'm good. And you? Doing all right, man. No, no complaints. I've uh, I missed all our uh, all our talks and pregame interviews, and it was a uh, blast seeing you play a bunch over at Nichols. And I know uh, everyone's curious right now when they think about. You know, the accolades you had over the course of your career at Nichols. And for those of you who don't know, Dejan's the all-time leading receiver at Nichols. 236 catches for 3,802 yards and 35 touchdowns. All program records. You've been with the team for about a month. Rookie minicamp mid-May and now three weeks of OTAs. Dejan, what's the experience been like for you with the Saints so far? It's really been a um, pleasure just to be there. Um, you know, meeting guys, meeting staff, building relationships. And um, just getting better, really. But um, I'm having fun. Uh, you know, if you're not having fun with it, then what you're there for? 
I know you're a guy that has a whole lot of fun out on the football field, and it's easy to have fun when you're as talented as as you are. L- let me ask you this, Dejan. No secret that this Saints wide receiver room is stacked with talent. Many say that it's the deepest position on the roster. I tend to agree with just how many guys you have who have done it at the highest level. All pro guys, Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry, a sensational rookie class, and a guy like Chris Olave coming in as a first-round pick. Being around those kind of guys has to go a long way towards making you a better football player with all the experience and knowledge in that room. What can you tell us about this receiver group and what you've been able to kind of pick up and learn so far from these guys? Um, they are good guys. Uh, you know, I'm just coming in. I'm just trying to learn the playbook and um I'm just trying to be one of those top guys as well. Um, but, you know, iron sharpens iron, and uh, I'm just there trying to get better. Um, it is a deep uh, receiving group, but um, I'm not in competition with any of those guys. I'm in competition with myself, so each and every day I'm just trying to find ways to get better and uh, find ways that I can make, uh, help out the team. Again, Jack Benjamin speaking here with Dejon Dixon, three-time All-Southland first-team pick in his career at Nichols, made five All-American teams this past fall in his uh, fifth year in Thibodeau, and now with the Saints after signing a rookie free agent deal back in early May. So, Dejon, let's let's flash back a little bit towards the draft, and you know, off a record-setting college career, I think those of us who watched your development firsthand felt as I'm guessing, and as I know you did, that you had a great chance to hear your name called during the draft. That, unfortunately, wasn't meant to be. But but tell us a little bit about shifting your focus from that disappointment of not getting drafted to still having the opportunity to fulfill your dream of playing in the NFL and now being able to play in front of your hometown team. I mean, well, I'm at home, so that's a blessing. Um, around a great culture, around a lot of great food. Um, but I could say that I wasn't disappointed. I just really wanted the opportunity, and now I have it, so I'm going to take it and run with it, and I'm trying to do everything in my ability to help out the team and just showcase my talents and uh, you know, prove to myself and prove to other people that you know I could play on this professional level. You mentioned the, the importance of kind of being at home where you've played your whole career. We mentioned an Endicar Cougar to becoming a Nichols Colonel. I saw the uh, the video, I think it was on Twitter, Dejan, at the Touchdown Club of New Orleans, the Crawfish Super Bowl for Saints rookies. You were a pro in there, man. You were teaching everyone what to do. <laughs> yeah, you know, the guys, <laughs> they aren't from here. So me being from here, I have to be a teacher and, uh, you know, teach the guys how to eat crawfish, you know, so that. <laughs> I mean, we all going to be here for a minute. And, uh, you know, I just want them to get used to eating crawfish and knowing getting accustomed to the culture and, you know, just learning their way around the city and, uh, you know, just vibing out, um, having fun, you know, and business is business, so keep the main thing the main thing. But, uh, yeah, I love to help um, in any kind of way that I can. I'm there for it. Again, we're speaking with Dejon Dixon here on the Sports Hangover. Nichols' is all-time leading receiver and now with the uh, Saints getting ready for mandatory minicamp this week after he signed a rookie free agent contract a couple months back. Let me ask you about Nichols, Dejon, and your numbers there speak for themselves. We talked about the accolades you have, the All-American teams, a couple of a thousand yard seasons, only player in school history to do that. Tell me about your time in Thibodeau playing for uh, Coach Tim Rebo and how Nichols has prepared you now to be in the NFL. Um, you know, Rebo, he's a good guy. Uh, he was on me a lot 
you know, making sure that I was doing the right things, making sure that I was living right, and making sure that, you know, being that one of those guys on the team that a lot of other players look up to, um, you know, just making sure that I'm staying on top of what I have to just because in that case, you know, I'm a, a role model and other guys looking up to me, so I have to set a good, a great example. And just being in the Thibodeau environment, it helped me focus a lot. Um, it wasn't much to do, but uh, it helped me out a lot, um, made me figure out things about myself that I didn't really know before. Um, you know, basically, preparation, getting better, working out. Um, you know, that's, you know, football now is, is a full-time job, so that kind of helped me in that way uh, as far as just being full-time athlete. Do you wear a little bit of a, a chip on your shoulder, Dejan, knowing that you're coming from an FCS school in a place where, um, you know, maybe people don't know the program too much. You're not at, you know, a big power five and that sort of thing, but also the opportunity now that you have in front of you to, as an undrafted free agent, potentially make a roster and, and do something that I know Saints fans have seen before. You think about a guy like Lance Moore, and you could go down the list. There are guys who have kind of come from this position before, but for you coming from a small school, does that add a little bit of a, a, a you know extra chip on your shoulder? Definitely, because I feel like it's not about what school you go to. It's not about what conference you're playing. And ballers going to ball wherever they're at. And um, if you keep God above all things and you constantly and consistently putting in the work, then obviously the results going to show. So that's my mentality. Um, I don't really focus on rewards or anything. Uh, I just focus on the process. I, I trust in the process, and um, it's got me this far, so I'm going to keep it up. And now it's really just time to turn it up a notch. I like that. Ballers going ball. Talking with uh, Dejan Dixon. Again, he signed a undrafted free agent contract with the Saints after his five years in Thibodeau with Nichols, former Endicar Cougar as well, and a New Orleans native playing now for his hometown team. Uh, you know, I was thinking about this, Dejan. Nichols has not had a player in the NFL since Lardarius Webb when, when he was there back in uh, 2017 after being drafted and in a long career with the Ravens. But uh, Damian Jean-Pierre, a teammate of yours, had a couple of stints with the Carolina Panthers. He played some preseason games. He's now over in the CFL. Have you talked to Damian at all about kind of his process through a couple of Carolina Panthers camps and, and maybe some other guys about what you can expect going into this process? Yes, I talked to Damian a lot. Um, you know, the conversations that we had and the things that he told me about in life and that's, that's things that I've been experiencing. So just getting that heads up. Um, kind of put me in a great position to know how to handle things and handle myself as well. And I should also note, too, you know, Dejan, I mentioned the CFL. We got another guy now from Nichols and Chase Forcade, who uh, is now with the Calgary Stampeders. Your quarterback for a, a bunch of years had a, a bunch of connections between nine and five there. So pretty cool to uh, see another guy making it in the professional ranks. Yeah, it's nine, nine to five, like a job. <laughs> we ballers. We going to ball. Uh, you know, I'm super proud of those guys. And, uh, you know, hopefully one day they get to be in the NFL. And uh, hopefully I get to play on the same team with them and maybe even play against them. Uh, I just want to see my guys succeed. That's really it. 
Speaking here with Dejon Dixon, former uh, Nichols wide receiver and All-American. Nichols' all-time leading receiver actually finished with uh, 50 straight games with a catch. He didn't have a catch in his first career game against McNeese, and then 50 straight after that, only behind uh, Cooper Cup's 52 for an FCS record. Um, Dejon, thinking now, just kind of looking at you and um, a couple of quick hitters for you that I'm sure people are curious about. Number one, Jameis Winston. We know he's coming off a major knee injury. Can you tell us all what it's like being on the field with him and, and what Saints fans can expect with Jameis going into this year, how from your vantage point firsthand he's looked so far in camp? Um, I've talked to Jameis a lot. I stay after practice and I uh, run routes. And, you know, um, we just building our chemistry, you know, for when that time comes. Uh, but Jameis is a great guy, real smart, um, nice personality. But um, besides Jameis, like, just being around – other vets, you know, I'm just watching the way that they approach the game, how they study, how they ask questions, um, so that I can be the best version of myself. And, uh, you know, each and every one of us have to do our jobs because collectively, if each and every one of us do our jobs, then as a team, we'll be great. Um, we'll have success. Who's the vet that you would say you've uh, taken the most from so far, or at least the guys maybe you've learned the most from through these first uh, couple of months? Um, so after practice, we watch film. So it's the receivers and the quarterbacks. And, um, so I'm obviously spending time with the quarterbacks and uh, Jarvis Landry and Michael Thomas and Callaway. And, uh, so basically, you know, I'm spending a lot of time with those type of guys. Uh, like I said, just, listening and being attentive to, to how they approach the game, how they ask questions, how they watch film, and just how they just find ways to get better so that whenever we get out there on game day, it's easy. Um, practice might be hard, but, you know, if you work hard every day, the game should be easy. Not saying that, you know, it's not going to be a, a level of competition, but it takes a little bit of stress off of you. Speaking of competition, Dejan, in terms of the defensive backfield, can you tell me maybe the toughest one or two guys so far you've gone up against in camp at the the cornerback or safety spot? Um, I've been going against Alante Taylor a lot. Mm. Uh, he's real patient. He gets physical. He's fast. Um, so he's been helping me out a lot. Um, and you know now that we're about to enter into the vet vet mini camp. Um. I'm just looking forward to going against Sean Lattimore. I mean, Lattimore and uh, other guys, really, just to see where I'm at and, um, you know, just strengthen my weaknesses so that I can be better and so that we can be better as a whole. Final thing for you, Dejan. This is the question that I know Coach Rebo's curious about. How's the playbook studying coming? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm doing good. Uh, it's a lot of plays. But it's not it's not too much. I mean, it's a full time job now. I don't really have to worry about <laughs> school. I graduated, so I'm really putting my focus and my time into learning the playbook because if I don't know my plays, um or my alignment uh, and my assignment, then how will I be able to be on the field? So and then once I get plays down packed, I can feel more comfortable with being on the field and running my route and uh you know, just getting a feel for the defense, reading coverages, and, you know, knowing what to do. 
Well, that is Dejon Dixon again signing an uh, undrafted free agent contract with the Saints back in May. He's getting set to start mandatory minicamp with the team on Tuesday. Fans can uh, get out there Tuesday and Wednesday, and then they'll be closed for uh, practice on Thursday. You can follow him on Twitter at They5No. Now, he wore number five at Nichols. I, what are you, you're number 84, right, Dejon? Well, that's where uh, fans are going to be looking for. Yes, sir. I'm number 84 right now. I don't know if that will change. Um, not really, you know, so much worried about what number I'm wearing because I have this great opportunity and I'm just trying to take advantage of it. And then once I establish myself, hopefully I can get back in that five. Awesome. Well, I know, uh, folks around here are certainly rooting for you and New Orleans guy through and through. Hey, all the best to you, Dejan, here this week with uh, mandatory mini camp. Great to talk to you. Appreciate you coming on and uh, best luck to you moving forward, my man. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. That is Dejon Dixon. Unbelievable career he had. I was fortunate enough to call three years worth of his games. Just a, a special, special talent. Major deep threat guy who uh, showed out at the NFLPA Bowl. He was the leading receiver in that game. Pretty good performance at the Combine as well, trying to make one of those 53 roster spots later on this year. Well, a lot more to get to in the show. We'll talk more Saints. We'll talk some NBA Finals, too, when we come back. Here on a Monday on the Sports Hangover, Jack Benjamin in for Gus Cattengale on ESPN Radio New Orleans. Advanced Eye Institute and Cutoff is your hometown eye care provider. Dr. Darby Chasson is here to serve the eye care needs of your entire family. Full-service eye medical and vision services are provided in a friendly atmosphere. For the latest in designer frames to advancements in astigmatism and bifocal contact lenses, call Advanced Eye Institute at 985-632-2884 for your appointment today or visit our website at visionsourceadvancedeyecutoff.com. At Boost Mobile, you get the power of the iPhone SE when you switch, which means the power to stream your favorite shows, download all the music, the power to FaceTime your ex. It's over. Stop calling me. On second thought, don't call your ex. Get an iPhone SE for just $19.99 when you switch. All on one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save. Boost Mobile. Phone offer limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. 5G not available everywhere. See BoostMobile.com for details. And stop calling your ex. She doesn't want to hear from you anymore. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a monster truck driver to deliver pizza. And the neighbors are going wild. You can hear that engine from a mile away, friend. And he's foregoing the driveway and heading right up the lawn and over the azaleas. What a power move. But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. With six-foot tires and a roll cage, this pizza guy could quite literally crush the competition. For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. Incumbent Worker Training has helped thousands turn jobs into careers. The Incumbent Worker Training Program has helped us to create knowledgeable, skillful, efficient employees. The program's always been outstanding. I think over the years as engineering and skilled labor tactics advance, we end up staying on the cusp of, of new things, new training. It definitely helps our employees grow in their craft skills. Learn more at laworks.net slash IWTP. This message sponsored by the Louisiana Workforce Commission. They say that once you give him control, he'll own your brain forever. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 
Jack Benjamin in for Gus here on this Monday. So glad you can join us. Just heard from Dejon Dixon, who signed a rookie free agent deal after his five years over at Nichols, an All-American wide receiver there. He's trying to make the 53-man roster for this team, a bunch of undrafted guys trying to get into that mix, and he's trying to do it in a position that is awfully deep, the receiving spot, probably the deepest position on the Saints. We're going to talk about that more as we go. Again, mandatory minicamp for the Saints opening up on Tuesday. Fans, you can go Tuesday, Wednesday. We want to hear from you. We posted the poll question at ESPN Radio NOLA. Who are you most looking forward to seeing? What are you looking for? What has stood out to you so far through the first three weeks of OTAs? So we'll certainly talk about that more as we go. Meanwhile, going on right now, and actually coming up tonight, we've got Game 5 of the NBA Finals between the Warriors and the Celtics. Series is now tied at 2 because of, well, Steph Curry doing Steph Curry-like things such as this. Here's the pass to Draymond Green. Looks to dish it low. Instead finds Curry on the right. Rises contested three. It's good. Steph Curry with 38 points and a huge triple with a minute 42 to go to put the Warriors up to possession. That was one of seven three-pointers made by one Steph Curry, the greatest shooter that the game of basketball has ever seen. He's got more threes than anybody. He has now made the second most threes in a finals, 25 so far through four games, and propelled the Warriors to a 107-97 Game 4 win against the Celtics. Series tied at two, back to the Chase Center tonight for Game 4, tip at 8 o'clock Central Time right here on ESPN Radio New Orleans with pregame coverage coming at 7 o'clock. A couple things I want to say. And uh, definitely want all of you to get involved here later on in the segment. And I, and I want your thoughts on some of this. Two main takeaways I've got, and you can relate a bunch of this to various sports and entertainment and, and whatever way you want to put it. I think that in sports and in life, frankly, we take a lot of things for granted. We take great things for granted, things we have, we don't always appreciate. And especially in sports with great players, sometimes it takes something so dramatic and so incredible for us to realize, you know what, this guy or this team, or they're pretty good. It shouldn't take Steph Curry scoring 43 points, which, by the way, is the finest performance, in my opinion, of his NBA career. And this guy has had performance after performance that has just been incredible. But... In a game where his team is down two games to one, in a series that is teetering on potentially being over, because you think about what this young, hungry Celtics team is doing up to one at home in front of a raucous TD Garden crowd. Again, the first time they've hosted a finals since 2010, hosted finals games since 2010. This Warriors team, besides Steph Curry in these finals, has not showed up. And Steph is a guy who, for whatever reason, despite his brilliance, doesn't necessarily get the kind of respect that you would think a guy like that should on the biggest stage. Because you look at his resume, and despite the two MVPs, and despite all he's accomplished as the greatest shooter ever and the most three-point shots made, he doesn't have that finals MVP. He's got two titles alongside Kevin Durant. And so, because of that, Oftentimes, 
it gets taken for granted just what this guy is doing. And you hear after the game his teammates and his coaches talking about him and and just how special it was what he was able to accomplish. This is not a guy you want to be taken for granted. I mean, take a listen to what Steve Kerr was talking about. This is yesterday. Just him discussing Steph Curry and his process. Just the consistency of uh, his routine. Um, it's like a metronome. I mean, every day it's the exact same thing. He's in the training room. He's in the weight room. He's on the court. You know, you can his clockwork. But there's also a sense of, of joy and energy within that work. He, he enjoys it so much. He loves the process. A metronome. That's the way that Steve Kerr put it. I think it's perfect. It's just over and over. It's like Groundhog Day. Now, in this series, the question mark was, okay, well, he's done it in the first quarter, in the second quarter, in the third quarter. What can he do in the fourth quarter? I was watching in the third quarter. It, it, it shouldn't have taken me this long, but I think around the 254 mark of the third, Steph dribbles up court, moves to his left, hits a step back three where Derek White is all over and probably should have been an and one and a chance at a four point play. And I just sat back and laughed. That was his fifth three of seven in the night. And it's a guy who is at the peak of his absolute powers, literally willing his team towards what would be the organization's fourth NBA championship in eight years. A lot of times, greatness becomes so normal that we don't appreciate it the way we should. You start thinking about what this guy has done. He's scored 30 points in 50 playoff games now. He's the 11th player in NBA history to do so. The other names on that list, LeBron, MJ, Kobe, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Jerry West, KD, Elgin Baylor, Shaq, Carl Malone, and Hakeem Olajuwon. He's made at least five threes each of the first four finals games. And additionally, he's now got 13 games in the finals where he's scored 30 points that ties Kobe Bryant for eighth most all time. Peak of his powers. Appreciate it while he's here. Open up the phone lines here if you want to dial in and uh, say what you saw from Steph Curry and the Warriors in that game four victory, 1-800-998-1003. At ESPN Radio Noah, you can tweet at us as well. By the way, the Warriors now, this trio of Curry, Thompson, and Draymond Green have won 19 games in the NBA Finals. That matches the Spurs trio of Duncan, Parker, and Ginobili, most by any trio in the last 50 years. And here's the second point I want to make. You're in the fourth quarter of a Finals game that you have to win. You're down two games to one. You're on the road. And Draymond Green, we talked about it in Game 3, what he didn't do. He scored 17 total points in the finals. He's committed, going down the stat sheet here, he is at, I believe, 18 fouls. So he's he's committed more fouls than he scored points. He had just two points, another one of seven dud in Game 4. And Steve Kerr, in his eighth year as head coach, over the course of this dynasty, you can call it, with three titles, isn't afraid to pull out his heart and soul guy, his glue guy, Draymond Green, subs him out for Kevon Looney in the fourth quarter. How many coaches of a team like this who have had a player that has been that reliable over the course of their career in a must-win game that's teetering on the balance don't mind at all pulling out a star player who's been with you the whole way because he isn't performing? (laughs) It doesn't happen a whole lot, and it takes guts. 
And that's the next point I want to make. It's not so much the heart of a champion that I see with this Warriors team. It's the fact that you've got all these guys willing to take accountability and willing to sacrifice. I think back to the most underrated part, probably, of Steph Curry's career. We all talk about Kevin Durant and the move to Golden State. Steph Curry had to sacrifice a ton. And that's a guy who was, again, a two-time MVP. They were a game away from winning a second straight NBA Finals in 2016 before KD came over. And Steph sacrificed a whole lot, and Kevin Durant, rightfully so, was the best player in those finals and won Finals MVP twice. Sacrifice, right? Draymond Green wasn't happy when Steve Kerr pulled him out. But Steve Kerr, not even hesitating to do it, is incredible. And now you have a situation where the Warriors, with that win in Game 4, have won at least one road game in 27 straight playoff series, which is an NBA record. They are now 6-0 in the postseason following a loss. And the other incredible stat, Curry in his playoff career at the Warriors has now won 39 times on the road. 20 of those 39 times, he has scored 30 or more points. Appreciate it. Greatness doesn't come all that often. Folks around here got to see Drew Brees for 15 years at quarterback. There aren't that many franchises who get to experience something like that. When you have it, you got to appreciate it as much as you possibly can. And what Stephen Curry's doing right now in these finals is special. 34 points. He's shooting 50% from the floor, 49% from three, and he's made 25 total three-pointers. And it has been anything but easy with how much he runs. And this guy is just in unbelievable shape. It is incredible what he's able to do on the basketball floor. And the way he's being attacked defensively, too. Not like he's resting on that end. And now the the series now shifts back to San Francisco. I keep wanting to say Oakland, but moved over to the Chase Center in San Francisco. And now can these young Celtics rally? against a team that really, for the most part, in the Warriors, has somehow won two games basically on the back of Steph Curry. You would think, with the way mathematics work, that another Warrior at some point will have to step up, and they got a couple contributions in Game 4. Jordan Poole finally woke up and gave you 14. Clay Thompson has showed up a little bit the last couple of games. He had 18 points in Game 4. They're going to need a whole lot more because... I don't know if Steph can give you another 43-point masterpiece. But again, guy at the absolute peak of his powers, doing something historic right now. Appreciate it while he's here. Do not take performances like this for granted. Don't take athletes like this for granted. Steph Curry has just been masterful ahead of uh, Game 5 tonight. Again, that series tied at 2, Warriors and the Celtics. Coming up, we'll bring on Jordan Kleber, talk about stories around the world of sports. Always a whole lot going on, especially when you got mandatory minicamp coming this week. Pelicans. A lot going on there with Zion Williamson. We'll get to that. And a whole lot more here on a Monday to kick off your week on the Sports Angle on ESPN Radio New Orleans. Making love to you was never second best. All the world rushing all around your face 
Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Ontario, Douay, Ontario. More than just an insurance company, they're marine insurance specialists. Whether it's fishing boats, cabin cruisers, sailboats, or marine industry, you can trust Terrio Douay Ontario to get you the coverage you need at a price you deserve for your home, your auto, life, fire and health. They've been taking care of people since 1957. Call Terrio Douay Ontario at 475-5126. Just ask for Lynn Pierce or David O. along Bayou Lafourche in Golden Meadow. You want eight of the flutes and onyx. Jira's hand-blown glassware blows right off her store's shelves. Okay, she needs an inventory again? manager to help keep her stock on talk lock. Again. These are 100% porous. Look at those aren't. Hey, yeah. can someone so check gonna, the temp on the kiln? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Earn up to $500 in sponsored job credits by conducting interviews on Indeed. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Terms and conditions apply. Invention since they started frosting Pop Tarts. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back in on this Monday. Jack Benjamin in for Gus, who is still on vacation. One guy not on vacation, the graduate, Mr. Jordan Kleber. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. What about you, Jack? Great segments that I've heard so far. Uh, and thank you again for hosting the sports hangover you bet my man um i know we've got a whole lot going on today we talked about saints mandatory mini camp in the first segment brought on dejan dixon who's trying to make that roster i know you're a huge fan of dejan with what he did to your southeastern yeah. alliance over the years we're huh? not going to talk about it we're not talking about <laughs> it we're going to move on to the next topic and that's your new orleans saints even though he's on the saints hey shout out to everything that he's accomplished but we're not going to remedy it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we got a whole lot to get to. Again, get involved at ESPN Radio NOLA. Also, phone lines are open, 1-800-998-1003, to get involved as we uh, talk about the world of sports. A lot of headlines going on around the uh, the world of sports today, Jordan. What are you, uh, what do you got that's catching your eye? Yeah, especially uh, right down the, you know, the street on Airline Highway, New Orleans Saints kicker Will Lutz. Uh, after 11 months and multiple surgeries and setbacks, this is what he put in his Instagram, he's officially cleared. So this is getting a lot of play on social media. Great to have Will Lutz back to full participation. There was a couple of games where the Saints could have used him last year to squeak out a, a, a close win. Yeah, I mentioned this on, I believe, Friday, Jordan, but – this is a guy in Will Lutz. I don't think Saints fans truly appreciate what he's done. So he arrived in New Orleans in 2016. 2019 Pro Bowl, he's made 86.6% of his field. 
and he's 253 for 260 in extra points. Seven total misses. Saints last year missed seven extra points. Yeah. I mean, there's a, a lot of those games were, you know, decided by some of those points. So it, you kind of take it for, you know, for, for advantage when you don't when you don't have a great kicker. Yeah. Yeah, no question about it. Yeah, and then in other in other news, uh, Nick Underhill reported that free agent running back David Johnson is visiting the Saints today. Per sources, uh, team has a need there. Nick Underhill says, and adding him would make a lot of sense. So, I mean, Cardinals running back, very great running back for them back in the day, might add another element to that running back core if you know Mark Ingram or you know Alvin Kamara don't see the field. Yeah, I think the latest, so the latest on Kamara hearing move to August. So I think a suspension, at least at the start of the year, is probably unlikely, but who knows based on discipline that could potentially get handed down. So I'm looking at David Johnson, 30 years old. You mentioned what he's done over the course of his career. First team all pro in 2016, second team all pro, um, in 2015, two time pro bar. Look, it's a guy who's got talent. Obviously he's had injury issues, but, yeah, I think, you know, the importance of having Mark Ingram is huge. But again, veteran running back who knows about the legs could be a, a nice piece. I don't, I don't see why not. And definitely there are some question marks there if you're talking about Tony Jones Jr., Dwayne Washington, some other guys in the mix at the running back spot. Yeah, we're definitely going to be keeping an eye on that storyline here this week since, you know, that was kind of the first words that we've heard about it. Also, uh, just the next storyline, Anthony Davis, a, you know, former uh, Pelicans player, a lot of he's very hateful here in New Orleans. <laughs> uh, he said the other day that he hasn't shot a basketball since April 5th, and that's getting a lot of play today. Yeah, take a listen. This is good. Amari Stoudemire talking about it uh, earlier today. This is this is some good stuff. I don't like the way that sounds. See? What, what usual? What do you mean that, usual? Thank you. You need, to, you need to do more than usual. Yes. Because you want to win a championship. The Lakers are the franchise you want to stick with. You want to win a championship. You got to go outside of your normal workout routine. You, you was injured all year. You know what I'm saying? You got to do a lot more than what you've been used to doing. Do you think he loves the game? I don't know if he does. I don't know if he does. Because if you do, you will definitely be doing something outside of your usual workout regimen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Jordan, I, I heard you, I, I was listening to that clip and I looked back at the, uh, the AD presser talking about his offseason so far and whatnot. And he says, Oh, you know, yeah, I haven't, haven't shot a basketball since I, uh, since I played the Suns back on, what was it, April 3rd? Oh, oh no, I think it said April 5th. And I looked back yes. at the calendar. The, the reality is he hasn't shot a ball since he played the Pelicans. He didn't shoot a ball in that game either based on what I was watching. No, I mean, and then to add, on to that, I mean, you'd feel like that he'd be wanting to get out there even more. So just with what everything has been going on within the Lakers organization, you think that he'd have that fire to prove everybody wrong, to show that he can be a force to be reckoned with in the league. But obviously you really haven't seen that yeah, from him. And it's, him saying that even explains it even more. I'll tell you what, I'd love to hear from Pelicans fans, 1-800-998-1003. If you know when you think about Anthony Davis, knowing what you know now, just how pleased you are that, that you don't have to deal with the guy anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's un- it's unbelievable. The guy has literally made a glass, 
and I don't know if you saw, he talks about how, oh, I'm only doing, I'm only, I'm, I'm taking off, you know, six weeks to recover and I'm only doing weight training for eight weeks. Whatever you're doing ain't working when you're playing, you're missing 30, 35 games a year and you're breaking a bone every two weeks. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to get into basketball shape somehow. And I, I mean, I get it. Working out is a great way to get in shape, but like we said with Zion past couple of seasons, you, there's no other way to get in better shape than playing basketball, especially if that's what you're going to be doing for, you know, 82 games of the season. So, and that's just not even including playoffs, but that's, I, I find that very weird that he hasn't even sh- had a shot attempt in a couple of months. So, hey, we don't have to deal with them anymore, like you said. So, hey, not our problem. Yep. No question about it. Um, another storyline, I don't know if you saw this the other day, but Tua and Patrick Mahomes kind of made the news with Tyreek Hill saying that Tua is a more accurate passer than Patrick Mahomes. Might not have the same kind of arm strength, but he's a lot more accurate, which I I mean, if you saw anything last year from Tua, <laughs> it was an interception the quarterback interception pass. This is this is good. Let's, let's see if we can get this clip up here. Here's a yeah, yeah here here it is. Ty, Ty, here it is. Tyreek Hill. Tua or Patrick Mahomes? Obviously, like I'm, I'm gonna go with one five as the, the strongest arm. But as far as accuracy wise, I'm going with Tua all day. But look, this is what I want inside the building. I want the head coach to know that on Sunday, fear Tyreek Hill. That that that's what I want head, the head coach to know. And the head coach do know that though. He know that. He know that. That without the ch- looks like we've got a uh, we got someone on the line here, Mister Black. Uh, you're on the uh, sports hangover. What's going on? Uh, uh, good evening. How you doing today? Doing doing well, my man. What can I do for you? Oh, uh, I'm gonna come to comment on the Anthony Davis situation, man. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> the best way to put it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't. I'm I don't. Glad, th- I'm glad he wanted out. That's it, folks. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel about him. You know what I'm saying? I love the Lakers for taking him off our hands. Let me let me ask you this, man. How how nice was it to beat him twice over the course of that run for the Pelicans to making the play? Now, you, you beat him twice. You do it once in their building. And the fact that they literally brought him back after a month absence and he still couldn't do anything against you guys. I was at that game. I won some tickets from y'all. And we was at we were down by what sixteen, seventeen perks. Yep. And we came back. Yeah. Oh man, what, how you think that felt? Like my first child. What you think? You know what I'm saying? The first time I had my son, I felt the good. You know what I'm saying? I was kissing everybody. People I didn't even know I was hugging. I was dapping off. You know what I'm saying? The came while they was on fire. He was doing his thing. And then y'all, then y'all bring them back just for this game in New Orleans. Oh yeah, man, I was there. <laughs> I would say I enjoyed at the end of the game. I, I, man, I love it. No, no doubt. Okay, you complain. <laughs> and then um, I was looking. I was I'm seeing that rookie character. I think of, uh, when you were talking about that rookie who signed that rookie um uh, undraft contract. Um, number eighty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. De- yeah, de- yeah, we were we were talking to Dejan Dixon earlier. Yep. Uh, uh, like, uh, like, um, I don't know. You're gonna make the being a Fifty-three, but it's like that practice squad looking good for him. Yeah, no, I he, that, he, we deep right there. 
Yeah, he, he's a talented guy, and and, and again, appreciate the uh, appreciate the call a ton. Yeah, that's a that's a position for the Saints, Jordan. We were chatting about this earlier. We've talked about it all week. That receiver position for the Saints is awfully deep. Oh, absolutely. You go back to last year and the year before that. All Saints fans wanted was, hey, who's going to be wide receiver two? Last year, who was wide receiver one for the Saints with Michael Thomas being out? And now with him coming back, I mean, this group is absolutely stacked. So I'm very excited to see what's in store for them, especially with a healthy Winston being able to get the ball down the field and having some playmakers at that position. Hey, I think the sky is the sky's the limit for the for the New Orleans Saints at that at that group. Yeah. Hey, let me clean up one thing. I know we had the we had the we had the call, and then I'll, I'll we'll get back to storylines. The the Tua and Mahomes question on accuracy. It's a little easier to be accurate if you're throwing, you know, what two three yard hitch routes the way that the Dolphins yeah. are versus Patrick Mahomes leading the league in yards per attempt every year. This is I don't know what Tyreek Hill's doing, man. I mean, the, the, you got your money, you got a Super Bowl ring. He was targeted as much as you. He, not only was he targeted through the air, that the Chiefs went out of their way to get in the ball in handoff situations and punt returns. I, I don't know. I don't know what else the guy wants. But uh, what what else you got news wise? Uh, well, when we come back. Uh, next hour at the 45 mark, we're going to be talking about the best duos. And mm. the Saints have a very interesting one, one that you really wouldn't expect. So I'm very excited to get into that with you. But hey, might just be on the defensive side of the ball. It's a, I think you'll have a few listeners scratching their head on it. Interesting. So, so this this is duos just ranked across the NFL. Are we talking just pl- player, for each team. player combos or coaches included too? Player, just player combos. Player combos. Okay, yeah, a couple, couple different options we could be looking at for sure. That's a, uh, that's a good tease. Jordan Kleber there with the news around the world of sports. Appreciate you, man. We'll uh, talk a little bit later. Absolutely, I'll be listening. All right. Well, whole lot more to get to as we move towards hour number two, including the Pelicans. Zion Williamson. After all the drama, all the questions, only 85 games in three years, is it time now to get that extension done? Pels fans, we want to hear from you when we come back. Talking about Zion and the Pels. Jack Benjamin in for Cus Kattengill here on a Monday, starting off your week on the Sports Angle. Hello, this is Discover. And we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter. And you need to talk to a real person about it. So we